Well, we started off the show talking about this, that Canada's biggest producers of cannabis want the federal government to ignore the advice of their expert task force and treat marijuana and the advertising of marijuana when it becomes uh, legalized for, for recreational use. Like alcohol, we're joined now by Cam Batley, who's the executive vice president of Aurora Cannabis. Welcome to the show, Cam. Hi, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm great. Who are the Coalition for Responsible Cannabis Branding? Well, we're a group of uh, 17 licensed producers licensed by Health Canada to produce medical cannabis currently. And of course, we're also going to be involved in the consumer cannabis industry once that's launched after consumer legalization in uh, July of 2018. And in addition, we've also got uh, two industry associations involved. Okay, so you carry some weight. You're already working with the government as far as medicinal marijuana goes, so they yeah, should... And, and beyond that, I'd, I'd even add this. Uh, we're, we're really good at following rules and regulations. That's in our DNA um, because we've been operating under the tight, rigorous regulation of Health Canada now for several years. Now, today you had a proposal for the government for advertising and some marketing guidelines you would like them to follow uh, that are similar to the advertising of alcohol. You know, a lot of people were kind of blown away by this when we were discussing earlier on, so I'm happy that you're here. Uh, Tell us how you do this responsibly. Well, I I think to begin with, our argument is that there's there's no need to reinvent the wheel here. We have a regime in Canada, both federal and provincial, that's been in place for decades, um, putting restrictions on any kind of branding and promotion for beer, wine, and liquor. So what we're saying is, let's adapt those to cannabis. It makes sense, uh, and, and we can get that done very, very quickly, and we can certainly abide by those rules. And to that end, we brought in as a partner Advertising Standards Canada, which is a very known and respected organization that works closely with government and also will help us make sure that everybody follows those rules. Okay, so let's go specifically through the guidelines and what they would look like. Mm-hmm. So to begin with, what we're suggesting is is that we start by ensuring that uh, youth do not receive these messages, that all uh, branding and promotion be directed at adults exactly as a- applies to beer, wine, and liquor. So we're talking about places and times when any kind of branding and promotion can be conducted, making sure that that they are directed toward adults, nothing gets to the kids. And that's really important to me. Um, It's close to my own heart because I'm a scout leader, I'm a soccer coach, and I don't want kids using cannabis any more than I want them using alcohol or psychoactive prescription drugs, and I don't want them receiving advertising messages. So it goes beyond that as well. Uh, we want to make sure that there's accuracy. We want to make sure that people receive the, the, inform- the information that they need. And then there's a critical objective here. And this is something that I think does bear some discussion, especially when there are those who say, no, no, we should make super tight restriction and, mm. and ban any kind of uh, branding or promotion. And that is this. Our competition here is something unparalleled. It's an extremely sophisticated black market. Uh, and, you know, people can go online today and order the full range of products that are available, for example, in a dispensary in Colorado online and have it delivered to their home. And all of these products are branded. It's a very sophisticated black market that we're dealing with. So what we're looking for is to make sure that we have the tools that we need to compete effectively with that black market to achieve that central policy objective of the federal government of carving away that black market and replacing it with a legal regulated and safer one. So your argument is uh, the way they're planning on legalizing it, it's not going to do away with the black market. Uh, So in order to reach one of their pillars of why they're making uh, marijuana legal in the first place, they should go along with your plan for advertising. I think it makes sense. And, and you know, if we talk to economists and so on, they will also argue that it makes sense. It really comes down to basic economics. And it's a very useful reminder that we're not creating a market for cannabis here. 
It already exists. There are millions of Canadians who use cannabis on a regular basis currently in this country. Uh, the, the, the challenge is they're not using legal regulated product. So we do need certain tools to be able to compete with them effectively and achieve that central policy objective. So this is really about brand preference. It's about pulling people over from the black market and, if you like, up into the light of legitimacy into the legal market. So you need it to be you need to uh, pull people out of uh, their loyalty to their dealer and move them over to brand loyalty by selling, uh, you know, promoting the products based on taste, flavor, safety the origin and how to use that product? These are all those things, and it's, it's, it's really interesting. I think it might blow some people's minds to understand how sophisticated that black market is. You talk about the dealer, and the fact is that, you know, if you, if you uh, limit people's access to information about the legal products, it's not limited when it comes to, you know, some guy named Keith who can sell you this full range of products out of the trunk of his car. Uh, so, yeah, we're trying to get this right, and we're trying to put into, get, into place a regime that is sustainable, that works, that achieves that policy objective, and that Canadians uh, can feel confident about. And one other thing to remember mm-hmm. is that you know, we legal producers who've been working under Health Canada regulations, none of us will ever sell cannabis products to your teenager or my teenager. That can't be said for the players in the black market, and that's what we need to beat. How, how hard do you think you're going to have to uh, push the government to, you know, move away from what their task force recommended? Basically, they said, you know, uh, it should be advertised the same way. Uh, you know, we do cigarettes, very little advertising, and I uh, want it in plain packaging. You know, I don't want to hear um, uh, tobacco and cannabis in the same sentence because they are not comparable products at all. Uh, when it comes to uh, the federal government, I think that they're listening with an open mind, and, and I think that they do understand that we are on the same team, if you like, in terms of trying to achieve that central objective of eliminating the black market and replacing it with a legitimate one. So I think they're going to listen carefully to what we have to say. Um, you know, we've, we've generated a certain amount of respect for the way we've operated and the way we've abided by federal regulations for some time now. Uh, and, and I do think that they will be interested in what we have to say. Also interesting is that when the legislation itself came down in the spring, it didn't, it didn't define what the rules would be with respect to branding and promotion. It was essentially enabling legislation, and it left quite a, little, uh, quite a bit of the detail uh, to the regulations. Those regulations haven't come out yet, and so that's why we want to be part of the conversation right now. When are we expecting those regulations to? Uh, they're not too far off, I would imagine, within weeks. Wow. Okay, well, you've got some uh, a lot of convincing to do. You got a lot of explaining to do, Cam. Yeah, we do, but you know what? When we make these uh, arguments in a rational way and we back them up with evidence, it it typically gets people's heads nodding. What we're looking for here is nothing special in our favor. We're looking for something that will work and will be sustainable. And we we do care about what people think, um, both those who are supportive of consumer legalization and those who are hesitant. We want to treat those folks with respect and listen to what they have to say and have a real conversation. Well, and listen to. Cam, people would be upset with me if I didn't point this out. You also want to sell product. I mean, at the end of the day, it would be good for you to sell product. Clearly. We are businesses. We have a commercial interest. Uh, That said, we also are parents. We also want to make sure that we do this right. And we're very well aware that not just the eyes of Canadians are on us, the eyes of the world are on us. So it really is critical that we get this right and we get it right the first time. Cam, I appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Cheers. It's Cam Batley, who is Executive uh, Vice President of Aurora Aurora Cannabis, uh, which uh, is one of the 17 legal producers in Canada that are part of this new coalition, Coalition for Responsible Cannabis Branding.